You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. Start of the second quarter of this PIAA District 1 Class 3 championship game between Interboro and Westchester Henderson. 7 nothing lead for Interboro. Henderson, however, has a first down at the Bucks' 31-yard line after Chris Mitten ran for 12 yards. So here we go once more. I formation near side of the field is the ball. And Phil Mitten, the receiver, it's a handoff to Rimchevsky, who crosses the 30 and brought down at the 28 by Interboro, a four-yard pickup. And number 18, Rashawn Fentress in on the play for Interboro. And uh, Henderson just running off tackle to the right side, picking up a few yards, bringing up a second down and seven for the Henderson offense. So second and seven, 11.38 to go in the half. Interboro leads seven to nothing over Henderson. Phil Mitten, far side receiver, I form with Rimchevsky and Girafalco in the backfield. Near fumble by Batty from the snap. It's a pitch to the outside to Rimchevsky. He almost has the edge, but he's brought down from behind for about maybe a yard gain, Steve. As you said, Greg, almost gets that edge right there. Doing a good job of avoiding some tacklers. Tries to cut it up, but uh, Fentress, number 18 for the Bucks, is there to make the big play. Uh, bring up a third down for Henderson. It's third and seven, 11 4 to go in the first half. Interboro leads 7-0. Ball at the Bucks, 28 for the Warriors. Warriors have all three timeouts remaining. Interboro just one. They had to take two early. Play clock ticks to 15 now. I form. Girafalco, Rimchevsky in the backfield. Mitten the receiver. It's a quick handoff to Girafalco up the middle. He spins off one man, still going, and brought down at the 20. Looks like he has a first down. And there you go right there. Girafalco takes the guard trap right up the middle and uh, fights for some hard yardage as he picks up a first down on a big third down play. So uh, Henderson right in the red zone looking to answer uh, down 7 nothing. Nine-yard carry officially on that one. Phil Mitten, far side receiver. I form again for Henderson. We've seen it all night. And handoff from Batty. Faked one. He's going to give it up the middle to Rimchevsky, and he goes for maybe three, four yards. Good fake right there by Batty. Looked like he kept the ball, but he hands it off to his running back, Rimchevsky, and he takes it up the middle uh, for about, say, a three-yard gain for the Henderson offense. And this is where the numbers game starts to come into play for for the two sides with Henderson a few more on their roster compared to Interbrow. Yep, uh, is light on the roster there, so these guys are have to, you know, suck it up. District championship game, you gotta play with hard out there, and, uh, Henderson's looking to score. Two teams identical, 61 and 60 yards rushing apiece as the rain begins to fall here at Plymouth White Marsh High School. It's a pitch to the outside to Trey Green. He goes nowhere on that carry. Henderson likes to run that pitch, this time to the left side, to number five, Trey Green, who, uh, we haven't seen since early in the first quarter, but, uh, Interbury's doing a good job, practiced it all week, uh, stopping that pitch, and they do it once again, bringing up a third down here in the red zone for the Henderson offense. Third down and seven from the Interboro 16 for Westchester. Henderson, as I mentioned, it is starting to rain here. In this one, I form. Batty under center. Batty fakes the pitch and then gives it off up the middle that time. Look like number 15, Chris Lott. But let me... Number 36, Eric Owens in on the stop for Interbauer. Bring up a huge fourth down. 
Henderson going to run that same exact play they ran on the first play of the game where they got about seven yards on first down. The quick pitch, fake pitch, uh, handoff up the middle, but uh, Interbarrow doing a good job of stopping this Henderson offense. Fourth down and six for Henderson. Ball is far hash at the 15. Phil Mitten, near side receiver, I form again. Fakes the handoff bat. He's going to look to throw. He has pressure from behind. It is caught by Phil Mitten at the five, and he's hit immediately. Ball nearly tipped and almost a sack that time, but he gets the ball out in time. Number 72, the big 6'5", 290 defensive lineman. Mac Gold for Interbarrow is right there uh, about that blindside James Batty, but he gets the ball off, delivers it to his receiver for a first down, first and goal for uh, Henderson, a big-time play by Batty. Official spot at the four. That was an 11-yard pickup on that pass play. First down and goal, eight minutes to go. I form. Trey Green in the backfield with Matatoni. He fakes the handoff to Matatoni. Green's going to take it. He stretches forward, gets to the one or two yard line, but pushed back by Interborough. And Matt Gold, who was almost in on that last play, makes the play here on the goal line, bring up a second down and goal at about the two and a half yard line, Greg. Henderson rotating guys in at running back and fullback. They now have Green in there with Matt Tatoni. 16 seconds to go on the play clock. It is second and goal from the two for the Warriors. Phil Mitten far side. Chris Mitten near side in the wing. One back in the backfield. Mitten goes in motion. It's going to be a pitch to him. He's got a big hole, and he's hit hard as he crosses the goal line, but he is in for a touchdown. And a flag comes out late for probably unsportsmanlike conduct as it looked like there might have been a celebration penalty. Either that or they're going to call a late hit or helmet-to-helmet something. Um, But we'll we'll wait to call here, Greg. I think I saw the the runner mitten spin the ball, so it might be a penalty for that. uh, They're discussing that. If it is a personal foul, it'll be tacked on on the kickoff. Touchdown is good. And there is unsportsmanlike conduct against Westchester Henderson for a celebration penalty. So that is what it is. So kickoff-wise, we will see that there, and that's an advantage. Any event, Sean Engel comes on for the point after. Actually, no, they're going to actually tack this on for the extra point. That's big here. That is big in a close game uh, as Mitten just takes him for the touchdown. Uh, they get the personal foul here, and they'll tack it on on the extra point, and this is this is, this is is a big extra point here down by one point. And as we've seen already, we've seen games in these playoffs flip on this one. This will be a 35-yard extra point attempt for Sean Ingle. Now he is in the middle of the field, so we'll see if Coach Lennox gives the Bucks the go-ahead to drive in. False start. The Bucks were on their, were on the balls of their feet. And Henderson went with a two count. That is a smart, uh, play by Henderson. Oh, and now they're gonna say it, now they're saying it's false start against Henderson. They're gonna back Henderson up. The official signal now comes from there. False wow. start against Westchester Henderson. After a touchdown play, uh, you don't, you don't want to see this if you're the coach of Henderson getting backed up and it looks like they're gonna 
Are they going to go for it here? Are they still going to line up? They're still going to line up for the extra point. At this point, it's a, a 40-yard field goal. 40-yard attempt here for Westchester Henderson. Sean Engel for one point. <laughs> so here we go. See if Henderson tries the, the quick two count. I guess at this point, if, if you're in a barrel, just let him see if he yeah. can kick it. This is a tough field for any high school kicker. With the rain, which has seemed to subsided a little bit here, to a light drizzle. Snap is a little high. Kick is up. It looks like it has the distance, but it's going to be wide right and short. No good. 7-6 ball game, so penalties hurt Westchester Henderson on that one. You're listening to District 1 Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early. Greg Pecker, Steve Reynolds here with you. Set for a kickoff from Engle after the Henderson scored a 7-6 after a missed extra point from 40 yards. Kick is a line drive, hard line drive. It's going to be picked up by Fentress at the three. Fentress is going to look to move up the field, carrying the football. Finds a little bit of a hole. Now breaks free, crosses the 30, tries to bounce it to the outside, across the 40, 45, 50, 45, 40, down to the 38-yard line, and out of bounds is Rashawn Fentress. A flag comes in late again. And number three for Henderson, Paul Mitten, the wide receiver, makes a touchdown-saving tackle uh, for Henderson here. And we're going to await the official mark that is a 58-yard return for Rashawn Fentress and the Bucks, bringing them into Henderson territory. Fentress stepping up big time here tonight on defense and taking this 50 yards on the uh, kickoff. So a flag is down after the play ended. It came in very late back at the 40. And as they're still trying to sort it out. Now, they haven't moved the chains of the football. And it's going to be a sideline warning on the Henderson coaches on the far side of the field. So this will bring up first down and 10 from the Henderson 36 for the Bucks after the big return by Fentress. 6.52 to go. First half, 7-6 lead for the Bucks. They come out I-form, three wide receiver set. Rentos under center. Rentos... Quick handoff to Sonny Armstrong. First effort, no good. Second effort does yield him three yards, though. Gang of tacklers for Henderson in on the play, including Chris Mitten, who just came off a touchdown run for Henderson there. And uh, Fentress, that, uh, op- that uh, ensuing kickoff after the Henderson touchdown, a big momentum swing. Um, going off of that, missed extra point with the penalty and all that mumbo-jumbo. Um, but <laughs> Fentress, that senior, he, he came to play tonight, uh, making some big plays in the district championship game. So it's second down and nine for the Bucks. Three-rod receiver, I-form again. 
Rentos, three-step drop, pump fakes. Now he's under pressure. He's going to escape the pressure. He's going to look to throw. He just throws one up. It's a duck, and it is intercepted by Westchester Henderson at the 15-yard line. That was Trey Green with the interception as Nick Rentos just kind of threw that one up for grabs. That's a shame. Rentos is pressured immediately on that three-step drop. He avoids pressure, and on the run throws, it looks like it just came out of his hands funny. And uh, number 18, Fentress, at that point, just playing uh, defender. He's a receiver, but he's play- trying to bat that ball down, not to get picked off. But Trey Green intercepts it. Huge momentum swing for Henderson here, down by one point with six minutes to go in the fourth. 6-0-2, ball at the 15 for Henderson. Phil Mitten, near side receiver. I form again for Batty and the Warriors. Chris Mitten. Far side wing back. It's a quick handoff. Ball comes out. Beanie's down. We'll see who's on the ball. And it looks like it's going to be Henderson football as they continue to wind the clock. This game's getting ugly quick, but... Uh, Garrett Girofal- Girofalco fumbled the football on the handoff. Steve, go ahead. And uh, he fortunately gets back on the ball. Uh, could have been a big uh, mistake for Henderson, but they get the ball back. Live to play another down. Second down coming up for this Henderson offense. Results in a one-yard gain. It'll be second down and nine, 5.30 to go, first half. Interboro leads 7-6. to six. Phil Mitten, near side receiver. Chris Mitten, the far side wing. Ball is near side. I formation, Girofalco and Rimchevsky. It's a handoff to Rimchevsky up the middle. He only picks up a few yards. It'll bring up third down. Henderson, is, or excuse me, Interboro is there. Um, on most of these running plays, Henderson's only real success is on those counters and on those pitches. Um, might see Henderson step back where they're really not cu- accustomed to doing uh, with only 66 attempts by Batty all season long. But with the way Interboro's defense is playing, uh, I might, I, you know, I won't be surprised if they step back to throw the ball. Clock, play clock is down to 12 as Henderson's still trying to get this play in. Batty runs out to the huddle, seven seconds left, five seconds left. They're going to need to take a timeout here, Steve. They have three of them, and there it is, officially the timeout. As the clock was down to two seconds, 7-6, Interboro leads Westchester Henderson. You're listening to District 1 Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA, brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. 4.36 to go, first half. Plymouth White Marsh High School is the setting. And it's Interboro and Westchester Henderson for the Class 3A District 1 PIAA Championship game here in Montgomery County. Wing set for Henderson. One receiver to the far side. Batty a long count. Rimchevsky goes in motion. It's a pitch to the outside. Flags come in. Dead ball. And that means a false start, Steve. Yeah, it's a shame. Henderson had the outside corner right there as they pitched the ball once again. This time the Rimazowski uh, um, and Rimchewski. Rimchewski, excuse me. And unfortunately, they uh, 
Got a false start penalty here. Backing them up once again. Penalties are hurting Henderson here after they had to take a timeout with the play clock running down. So third down and long. Officially 12 yards to get to that first down marker. Ball on their own 13 now with 4.34 to go first half. And losing by one for the Warriors against the Bucks here. They come out I form. One receiver. Batty's going to look to throw. Play action. Rolls to the near side. He's standing in his own town. Now he's under pressure. He's going to step up and run. Interbarrow steps up to meet him at the 22. About four yards shy of the first down marker. It'll bring up fourth down. And Beatty just uh, tucks the ball in, runs uh, towards the Interbarrow sideline there, but just picks up a few yards, doesn't want to make any mistakes here. They punt it away and uh, try to play some defense before the half. 4-10 to go in this first half. So... Interborough, after the interception, avoids being penalized for it. And to punt, Sean Engel. To return for Interborough, number 22, Ciaran West. And number 14, Mark Everton. Engel's punt. It's a wobbly one, and it's near side. It's going to go nowhere. Looks like it went out around the 45. It's going to be the official 35, excuse me. So it only went about 10 yards. Not what you want if you're Henderson there. Excellent field position for Interbarrow. That interception ends up not hurting them. And uh, expect Rentos to come out here and try to redeem himself and try to put some points on the board before the half. Official mark is at the 37, so a 14-yard punt officially on that one for Ingle. 3.41 to go for Interborough. 7-6 ball game. Henderson holds the ball in the second half. They get to choose to return to, as Interborough received first. I form. And up the middle, quick to Sonny Armstrong, fake, then bounce to the outside to Warren Allen, a pitch. Well, Allen's got the first down across the 25 and brought down at the 23. Good fake by Nick Rentos in the box. Chris Loth, the defensive back for Henderson, in on the tackle, but not before Warren Allen gets the ball and runs it up to Henderson, towards his Henderson sideline for a huge first down with uh, 3.30 and counting remaining on the clock. A 14-yard carry for Warren Allen on that pitch play. 3.23 to go first, first half. 7-6 lead for the Bucks. 23-yard line. I formation. Rentos fakes the handoff. Now gives it around to Searon West, who tries to get to the edge. He's being strung out. He's going to try and turn it upfield, but brought down at the 20. So about a 2-3 yard gain. Excellent play by the Henderson quarterback, this time on defense. Uh, James Batty, as he drags down the runner, uh, number 21, uh, Montanen, who uh, takes the ball outside, tries to get the corner, but is unsuccessful, bringing up a second down for Interborough. I'm sorry, Steve, it was Montanen on that carry. 2.41 to go. 7-6 lead for Interborough here, end of the first half. They come out with Everton, the receiver to the far side. You have Armstrong and Allen in the backfield. Fake handoff. Look to throw is Rentos. He's under pressure. He's going to be brought down for a sack. Huge defensive play right there by Henderson. As Chris Mitten all over the field tonight, offense and defense, as long as other Henderson defenders, brings down Nick Rentos. He had his receiver, who uh, did a fake slant corner route, uh, had him in the back of the end zone, but... Um, you know, he held the ball too long and was sacked. Bring up a huge third down play 
uh, for this inner barrel offense. As a nine-yard loss, and I guess, Steve, try and get back as much as you can here on third down and maybe set up for that field goal. Yeah, we'll see. They're in shotgun here looking to uh, air it out. Fake to Sonny Linson. It's a screen pass incomplete. Rashawn Fentress, and a flag is down late. Fentress dropped it, went right through his hands on the near side of the field. We'll see what this flag is. Looked like an area of holding or pass interference on that screen play. Could be a legal pick play as well, possibly. And the officials still discussing at the 30. A minute 43 to go. And it is against Interborough. Illegal receiver downfield. You'll get that a lot on screen passes, a lineman going downfield before the throw is uh, completed, and that's what happened there. And Interborough uh, not helping themselves here. And now we'll wait what Coach Steve Mitten wants to do. A minute 43, they're trying to discuss if they want to take the penalty or decline it. And looks like they're going to decline the penalty. And bring up fourth down from the 29. And I'll bring up fourth down and 15 from that Henderson 29-yard line. Interbarrow going to come back on the field for a fourth down and 15 here. Uh, Expect a pass play right here, obviously. Four wide spread again. Shotgun for Rentos and the Bucks. To the far side, to the near side. Rentos, pump fakes. He's going to roll out far side of the field. He's going to throw... Deep corner. He's got Everton at the one. Everton leads over the goal line. Touchdown, Interborough. Wow. And uh, right there, you can credit that play to Sonny Armstrong, who makes an excellent block on the defensive end for Henderson. Defensive end comes free. About to sack Rentos, but Sonny Armstrong steps up, makes a block, and uh, Rentos finds his target in the end zone. Mark Everton for a touchdown. And there is a buck down. It appears to be Simmons. That was a 29-yard touchdown reception from Rentos to Everton with 1.35 to go. That's huge heading into the next half with Henderson getting the football. And on a 4th and 15, Interborough uh, converts on it, and they get the touchdown here up 13-6, to pending an extra point here. But, again, uh, Sonny Armstrong makes an excellent block to uh, you know make that play happen. And so far in this one, both teams fairly even receiving and, and rushing wise. Westchester Henderson 77 yards and through the air, 40 on the ground. Interborough 36 on the ground and 70 through the air. So as we still await Simmons down on the field with a 13 to 6 score. Total yards for both squads. 106 for Interborough, 117 for Westchester Henderson as we're nearing halftime as Simmons Walking off the field under his own power. Good to see from all bases. So that'll bring up Cristaldi for the point after with 1.35 to go in this first half. Interborough now on top 13-6 to as Simmons jogs off the field. Time of possession, 7.36 for Interborough, 14.49 for Westchester Henderson. So the advantage, Steve, clearly in Henderson's favor in that regard. So we'll see how the war of attrition wears on the Bucks. Henderson not accustomed to, uh, you know, giving up many points here, but so far two touchdowns on the board for Interbarrow in the first half. Cristaldi getting ready to set up. 15 seconds on the play clock. Rentos to hold. 
Snap is good, hold is good, kick is up and good. And the Bucks lead 14 to 6, 135 to go first half. You're listening to District 1 football on the Tigers radio network. You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here, back with you. 135 to go, first half. Interbell leads 14 to 6. A Mark Everton reception for a touchdown a moment ago gave the Bucks that eight point lead now as they are set to kick off with this 135 to go. It is Mitten and Rimchevsky back to return at their own 10. Cristaldi set to kick for the Bucks as we near halftime at Plymouth Whitewash High School. District 1, Class 3, championship game. Cristaldi, his kick, line drive at Mitten. He's going to pick it up at the 7-yard line. He's got a good wedge, and a wedge got blown up by Interborough, but Mitten does pick up yardage to the 32. Decent field position here for Henderson. They get something going with just a minute 28 to go. Down by 8 points in here in the first half. 25-yard return for Phil Mitten. First down and 10 for Henderson. Minute 28 to go. They have two timeouts. To, and they're down eight points here in this first half. Mitten lines up far side receiver at the far hash. Ball is near hash. Ramczewski's going to line up inside of him as the slot man. Batty out of the shotgun. It's a fake handoff. Now end around to Chris Mitten on the near side. And the Bucks stop it for only a two-yard game. And number 55 for the Bucks with a big play there. John Bellano, the junior defensive lineman, makes the play um, on that counter for Henderson. Bring up a second down and eight. Second and eight. Minute seven to go in the first half. Bucks lead 14 to six over the Warriors. Second and eight for Henderson from their own 34. Two receivers near side. Mitten, Rimchevsky. Shotgun for Batty. Batty's going to roll to the near side of the field. He's going to look to throw. Bucks put some pressure on him. Now he's backing up, and he's going to be sacked for a loss back at the 26-yard line. Right there, the coverage sack for Inner Barrow as about four Bucks defenders come in and make the play, led by, uh, I believe, number 72, their big defensive lineman, Matt Gold. And, uh, and it was a nice block made for Henderson for uh, James Batty, but unfortunately he saw no one open. And just had to take the sack there. So it's third and 15, 44 seconds to go. It is a seven-yard loss for the Warriors. As they still try and get the play in. Now the play clock's down to 10 again. Lining up. they got to hurry. Eight seconds left on this play clock here. Six, five. Batty out of the shotgun. Two receivers near side again. Two seconds. They get it off in time. Batty's going to roll near side again. Similar play. Now he's going to roll back the other way on a little hitch route. To the other mitten, he finds an open hole. A flag down 
behind the play across the 50, 45, 40. And Mitten brought down at the 42 in Bucks territory, but a flag down at the 35-yard line. Typically vicinity of holding. Yes, especially on a screen play there. An excellent play call as Batty rolls to the right side, uh, reverses his uh, pathway, and throws it back to Mitten on the screen pass, and he takes it across midfield. But as you said, a flag is down, and Henderson is walking back, uh, looking like a holding call here. Still awaiting it. There's no flag on the play. They're going to wave the flag off with 33 seconds to go in this one. Their first half, excuse me, in this one. 14-6 lead for the Bucks. So the ball will be at the 42 of Innerborough. With Henderson having two timeouts remaining in 33 seconds, plenty of time for them. That was a 31-yard pickup for the Warriors. 30 seconds to go. Clock is moving now. Batty out of the shotgun. Two receivers near side. Batty's going to roll near side. Similar play. Bucks drop back into coverage this time. It's thrown underneath to Chris Mitten, who makes the reception at the 36-yard line with 15 seconds remaining, and Henderson calls a timeout. We will pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Tucker, Steve Reynolds, 15 seconds to go, first half. Interbarrow leads Westchester Henderson 14 to 6, but Henderson has the football in Bucks territory at the 37-yard line. We have one timer remaining after burning their second one just now. 15. Uh, .9 seconds to be exact left on the clock, Greg. And uh, after that big 31-yard gain, Henderson's looking to put some points on the board, whether it's a touchdown or a field goal. Not sure where uh, their kicker's range is, where they have to get to, but uh, I think they're thinking it's got to be under 40 after we saw the extra point. I mean, you figure he was a little off on that one, a little short and a little right. Uh, Coatesville leads Nishemney 35-14, late second quarter in Coatesville. So that game in being managed very well by Coatesville. I form two wide receivers set for Batty and the Warriors on second and six from the Bucks, 37. Fakes a pitch, gives it to Chris Cohen, and around the other way. He finds a hole, crosses the 30, and brought down by the Bucks with nine, eight seconds to go. This would make it about a 35-yard attempt in that vicinity. And Henderson, has, as they take another timeout here, um, has... You know, option either to go a quick out route to the sidelines if they have no more timeouts, get out of bounds, stop for a field goal, or just go for the end zone. So it would be about a 46-yard attempt with eight seconds to go. So Henderson's got to go to the end zone here on this one. As this, we saw that extra point after those penalties, it was a 40-yard attempt, and it was not nearly enough. Now, who knows if he has a different type of leg or if they have another kicker, but... In any event, you can't give that run. you got to go for it, right, Steve? Yeah, I mean, essentially, if you're thinking touchdown, you got two plays here, eight seconds, 8.5 seconds uh, left. You have go- enough time to run one of the sideline and maybe get yourself 10 yards out of bounds quick? Yeah, and you, you know, even if they want to do that, I don't know if they're thinking field goal here, but even to get closer to attempt another throw into the end zone. So they have a lot of options to work with here with uh, just eight seconds to go. And they do get the ball back to start the second half. So I'm sure that's weighing on head coach Steve Mitten's mind as well, whether or not to 
play it safe or go for it. Here it is. They have it empty backfield. Five wide receivers set here. Eight seconds to go. First half. Batty out of the shotgun. And Batty's going to roll near side. He's just going to run it. Throws it late. And close to being hit out of bounds. No call. It'll bring up second down with 2.5 to go. The Bucks sideline wanted some movement as it, before the play, but no call. And I think they're, they're thinking there was uh, with the rollout to get somebody towards the sideline. Um, but unfortunately, there was no one open, so Batty throws it away, and it looks like they're bringing out their field goal unit here to attempt a long field goal for the half. This is one of them where you put your guys back and watch for a fake, Steve. Yeah, you gotta you gotta expect everything here, and as you see, Interbauer having a safety back there just, to, just Austin in case you fake. Austin Q back. This would be a very long attempt, a 40, 48 yard attempt for Engel. And he's going to give it a go. He gets it off. It is going to be short and right. Bucks will take a 14 to 6 lead into the half here. District 1 Class 3 Championship game. Halftime is next. You're listening to District 1 football on the Tigers radio network. 